Hello, all you beautiful people. How are you? Oh, and I'm so sorry. Uggos, I hope you guys are doing okay, too. It's Stefan here, your friendly podcast host from a comedy advice podcast. I just wanted to get you informed on what you're about to get into. I hope you keep all hands and legs inside your vehicle because you are going to be shaken from laughter. I had Carmen Lynch, comedian extraordinaire, come on and we had a ball. It was a soccer ball for those of you wondering and it was extremely distracting. But after we got rid of that, we also had quite a laugh. It was hilarious. And I hope you guys enjoy. I also wanted to let you know that Carmen's new album, Vertically Obese, is out. There's a link in the show notes. So go over there, buy it, support her, follow her on all her socials. She's hilarious. She produces nothing but pure concentrated comedy so it's delicious all the way through and it's good for you a nice hearty laugh especially in these times is what we all need is that right yeah that's what the cdc saying so one hearty spoonful of laughter and she's got him by the barrels so guys i'm gonna keep it short thank you for everybody that's subscribed that's left a review i really appreciate it If you haven't done so yet, please leave a review, subscribe, tell a friend, follow us on social at a comedy podcast on Twitter at a comedy advice podcast on Instagram. And that's it, guys. Enjoy the show. A comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for deaf and And friends. Make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Stefan? A comedy advice podcast. (laughs) Hello, hello. Hey. Hey, how's it I'm, going? I have this giant crucifix behind me. <laughs> nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you as well. Thanks for jumping on. Uh-huh. I was listening to the episode of Nikki Glazer's podcast and she mentioned the crucifix uh-huh. and I was like, I wonder if she's still in the same place and I wonder if the crucifix oh. is going to make an appearance. <laughs> Did that air today or yesterday? Um, when was that? I think it was yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah. I forgot about that one. I've done I've been doing so many for the album. I know pretty crazy. First off, congratulations, and that's such a smart move. And then second off, I was trying to do my research and listen to some. So I was like, oh, maybe she's been on a few, and it's like 18 podcasts. That's a little bit of an exaggeration. But (laughs) what? Um Oh man. But that's that's really cool and and ha- so happy to promote it. I listened to well, hold on, wait, wait. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of a comedy advice podcast where we self help the helpless. My name is Stefan Satani, and I'm your host. Joining me today, a very special guest. She's a comedian based in New York City, and she's been featured on a string of late night shows like The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, The Late Show with David Letterman, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Conan, and The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. So many late shows. Uh, Her comedy album, Dance Like You Don't Need the Money, was reviewed by the New York Times as one of five to stream and was voted the number one comedy album in 2017 by SiriusXM. And her new album, Vertically Obese is out July 7th, probably today when this episode launches. Everybody, please welcome Carmen Lynch. Thank you. That was the best intro ever. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you. And it actually is out now. You can buy it now and and get it on the 7th. So it's it's on pre-order. So you can pre-order it. 
Oh, that's for your awesome. listeners. But uh, um, yeah, w- that's great. And if you guys are wondering, oh, how does it work? Well, but it's all going to be in the show notes. Don't worry. I'm going to hold your hand. We're going to guide you down to the show notes. You can click there, purchase that album. But other than that, Carmen, how are you? How has quarantine been for you? Are you still in lockdown or out and about? Uh, I mean, I kind of am because I'm with my parents right now. So, And they're both 80. So I feel like I need to be um, gentle with the quarantine and not go see my friends from high school and stuff. Um, right. But uh, I've mostly been um, with my boyfriend's family in Connecticut. I've only been down here for about two weeks. So I haven't I haven't been in New York City in over three months and I'm leaving. I'll be there next week. So I'm kind of excited to see my apartment. I hope it's still there. (laughs) I hope uh, the day before I left for the quarantine, um, there was a giant roach in the kitchen. And oh, our no. place is pretty clean, so I don't know where it came from. So I'm just hoping he didn't bring his friends, and there was just more over there. Oh, you know? God. I was reading an article that was talking about New York, and in the summer, the roaches actually fly. So it the I don't know what causes about the heat. They try and get the heat off of them, and they start flying. And so that you got these big Ew. roaches that are just flying about. I never saw one personally when I lived out there but i i moved back to arizona where we just have scorpions and rattlesnakes so oh that's uh, fine yeah yeah they're they're cuter at least than than a roach you know if you had to just look at them based on how they look yours are way more interesting roaches are pretty nasty we do have sexier insects and critters but they they pack a punch to them but Me too. that's awesome. So you're, you're with your parents now. You were with your boyfriend and his family before for weeks or months. For three months. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. What was that like? There were like? eight of us. <laughs> it was pretty insane. It was like a commune. We had organized. We had rules, you know, like cooking nights and trash nights and cleaning days. Um, so it was extremely organized and it was, it was fun because there was always someone to like play a game with, uh, Fortnite Mm -hmm. or, you know, Catan. If anybody doesn't know that it's, it's a board game. Do you know Catan? (laughs) I do. My brother introduced it to me. So I, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got really pissed and threw the board one time because he was just, yeah, yeah. Someone drew the board during the quarantine. (laughs) He he flipped the board and we kept finding pieces the next day and the next week. There's so many little pieces in Catan. There are, there are. It's, uh, I'm so impressed that you flipped the board. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh man. Yeah. My brothers, they're able to push the exact right buttons to get me really pissed off and block off the right resources. That game can really start a fight. It's just, it's bad, but it's good. It is. It is. I mean, I I haven't won a game yet, but I keep thinking that I'm going to against my brothers. So one day, <laughs> maybe. But I've tried to practice here in quarantine with just my wife. But uh, but that sounds like a lot of fun. And then through the quarantine, while you were living with your boyfriend and family and his family, you also created a podcast. Yes, we did. The human centipod. And we just loved the way that sounded. Like we, neither one of us have have seen the movie, the human centipede and don't want to. Yeah. But we felt so attached to everyone living in a house together. (laughs) Um, And, you know, that we were like, we have, we're just going to name it this. 
And um, there were so many of us, we just had to do it in the car. So we just, we just do the, the podcast from his mother's car and um, we're bringing it back. We have one more episode to put up and then we're just going to start recording in New York from our apartment. Oh, that's so But we good. talk about everything. We talk about from his family to life, to COVID, to relationships. Because he's also in comedy. He's a comedy writer. He wrote for a lot of TV shows. So it's it's a very silly podcast. That's amazing. And he's up for an Emmy, right? Well, yeah, but he just found out. It's funny that you say that because um, he was so excited because he was the head writer on the um, Independent Spirit Awards uh, this year in L.A. And uh, they just found out the day before the, Spirit, the Emmys. So three days ago, we just found out that was for last year's Independent Spirit Awards show. <laughs> so, so we we recorded that podcast saying that he was an Emmy nominee. But it turns out it was it was the year before the writing team from the year before. Because, you know, he would be nominated next year. It's not that they didn't like it. It's just not as, it's not time. Everything's like a year later. Oh, my God. Oh. So they just got the wrong information. Um, oh. But who cares? He's like, I'm just going to pretend that it's true until someone, uh, you know, asks me. And you were the first who asked me. So <laughs> now, now you know. Oh, man. You heard it here first, folks. But uh, no. <laughs> you did. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I, I'm really happy that you guys are going to continue it, too, because I thought that the episodes that I listened to were absolutely hilarious. And oh, the good. Thanks. And, the, and I don't know who's producing it, but the volume levels are good, too, with you guys screaming at each are other. Are they really? In oh, jest. okay. Because we've gotten comments like, this is so loud. <laughs> <laughs> So that's good to know. I'll turn I'll turn it down a little bit. We're we're editing every it's mostly me. So oh. if it's too loud, um I'll definitely tell us tell both of us, tell him and you know, we'll we'll lower it. We'll we'll decrease the volume. We're, so. we're very new at this. Just so just whisper obviously. for the next episode. Just yeah. hey guys, it's <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then you have funny. your your brand new album, Vertically Obese. On pre-order now, available everywhere, July seventh. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about that? A little, some of the topics that are in it, where you came up with the material. Sure. Um, this was well. First of all, I wanted to make an album this year. I wanted to make a special this year, and then COVID just came upon us so quickly, and I still had one more gig, which is was at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. And I love that room. So I just asked the owner, Jared, I was like, can I record the show? Because, you know, Corona was already upon us, but it wasn't a pandemic yet. I mean, it wasn't, you know, we were still traveling, everybody. We weren't really wearing masks yet. It was like Corona so I said, light you know what? right now. It was Corona light. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so he's like, sure, because that room already has taped so many albums. Um previous so uh so yeah so we recorded it and then um the one of the sound engineers sent it to me and uh i had i had my engineer from the first album and other jokes from other nights that weekend that i wanted to include in the album 
And then I did, I had a, um, about five minutes. I think it's like three to five minutes of Spanish jokes because I do stand up in Spanish. So I had him add that at the end of the, as a bonus track of the, so vertically obese is like, I think it's about like 50 minutes of English stand up. And then like, there's a couple minutes of Spanish stand up at the end. That is um, so cool. And I was going to talk about that. Maybe we can, you know what? I'm just going to dive right into it. But yeah, the, yeah, go for it. The, the Spanish comedy. So I know that your mother is from Spain. So that's, I'm assuming that's how you learned Spanish. But yes, I grew up in, in Spain and, you know, spoke to her every day. She just only spoke, she only spoke to my sister and I in Spanish. So we would learn it. Okay. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, so I was going to ask about the comedy. So I know that writing in two different languages, it doesn't necessarily always translate. In fact, many, many of the times it may not translate very well. And so I was going to ask is, does the material mirror somewhat, at least subject matter, the, um, the the same things or is it just different stuff from different maybe cultural things that have happened to you in spain um it's a little bit of both like uh a lot of the basic you know stuff that everyone gets like dating or family life um you know being tall or whatever it is like those general topics those all work per mm -hmm. se but if if it's a very subtle joke, sometimes, you know, it gets lost in translation. Yeah. Um, and uh, it depends on how I say it. Maybe it's just not funny to them. You know, I had a couple of jokes when I, that I did in Spain that actually were funnier, had a better result, a better response in Spain, mm -hmm. you know, and it huh. was a joke that I did in America. And I was like, oh, I guess this is funnier here. Oh, and wow. uh, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll think of a tag while I do it in Spanish. Maybe it's just another part of my brain that's working. And I'll think of a tag in Spanish and then I'll just bring it back to the States and do it in English. So it's, it kind of bounces off of each other and uh, it tends to work pretty well. But some of them just don't don't fly at all. They just don't work. And I just have to, I have to shelve them. I'm like, I'm not doing this for a month or however long I'm, I'm in Spain. Yeah. And, and I was going to say too, so you, you've toured and, and done shows in Spain. And so you've, you've performed in places that speak Spanish, speak English. How is the material level in terms of duration? Do you have enough? Um, uh, do you have the same amount of material? I'm guessing probably more English material, but I mean more English material. If you like count that I've had two albums and you know, mm -hmm. there's just more time spent yeah. doing it in English. But if I had to do an hour in Spanish, I totally could. And I wow. would love to, to have an album in Spanish. Um, it just now just depends on the time. Like I was supposed to go to Spain for a couple of weeks in May and uh, obviously in March, that was just all canceled, you yeah. know, um, yeah. when it just became a pandemic. But, um, but you know, those were going to be a bunch of shows that I was going to record, maybe do something with. So it's, it's definitely a possibility to have something soon. And I, I just think it would be really fun to travel to. There's so many countries that speak Spanish and so many comics that speak Spanish because we... I ran a show with Brian Grassi, another comic in 
on New York City that we didn't even know could speak Spanish. You know, wow. they just learned it in school or traveled in Spain and just wanted to try five minutes. Um, so it's it's just been a really fun kind of extra thing to do in stand up. That's so cool. And I've been seeing I think Tom Segura now has a podcast. It's like Tom yeah. Segura en Espanol. And he did um yeah. I think we in the Phoenix community, there are shows that are put on that's like the Spanish comedy night where all the comics, they do their bits in Spanish. But I was also going to ask about that. I think that's so cool. But I was going to ask, do with the Spanish that you speak from Spain, I speak Italian uh, because my family's Italian and then Portuguese because I my wife is Brazilian. And so we speak the Brazilian Portuguese Oh, I speak gringo Portuguese, but <laughs> we we also have the Portugal Portuguese, which is v- pretty drastically different. So some vocabulary is different. You can still understand each other, but I'm wondering, are there a lot of cultural differences between Spain and Latin America per se, or some different countries where um, I, my... <laughs> When I grew up here in Arizona, I had a lot of friends from Mexico and they were telling me about coger, where I think it's to yes, put in, but then in Puerto Rico, sex. it's like to fuck yes. or no, it, the, yes. the other way. But, um, uh, yeah, I was wondering, are there, are there any challenges like that where sometimes you might think, oh, maybe it's a link, uh, a vernacular or something different that's just not getting totally. or hitting. Um, yeah, I mean, coger is a great example because I, you know, in Spain, coger is to grab something. Uh-huh. And in so many other countries, it's it's to fuck, you know. <laughs> so if you say you're going to coger that that pencil, it just doesn't you got to be careful. And, <laughs> and uh, it's funny, like you forget those things um, because you're just so used to speaking it, you know, the way mm-hmm. you speak it. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just stuck to me. Coger is. Only recently have I been like, oh, wait a second. I better not say it like that, you know. (laughs) But even when you mess it up, it's funny, you know. Like, I mess up stuff all the time because I grew up in Spain um, as a kid. So sometimes the way I say things, it sounds like a fifth grader, you know. Uh So so even if my accent is fine and understandable, sometimes the way I say things, um, people just laugh at that. But I'm like, all right, well, I still got to laugh, I guess. It doesn't matter how I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then sometimes that can create fun bits too. I, when I was doing stand up, I did a bit where I went to Brazil. I, my Portuguese was pretty good, but it wasn't quite up to snuff of a native. And so obviously I sounded like a gringo, but then we went shopping and I tried to find cornmeal that was on the list. But what I was actually saying was buttholes. So I ended up oh my asking the entire, yeah. I was showing them the list. I was trying to say, where are your buttholes? Can I find them? And oh. I got kicked out. I, I'm not allowed back in that. You probably thought store. you were looking for a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I found what I wanted eventually, but um, that's another story. But anyway, that, that that's really... <laughs> That's really, really cool. I was going to ask, you have such a a really nice delivery when you're speaking. I, I listened to and I brushed up on your um, dance like you're not getting paid for it. I totally fucked up. <laughs> dance <laughs> like you don't need the money. But that's fine. I like that. I, it's been called way weirder things. So don't worry. 
Yeah. Oh God. Whew. I might have to just bleep that part out. But... <laughs> no, <we're good. laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but I th- I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I think one of my favorite parts was the date night and <laughs> couples or oh. married couples that go on date night, and you know it's more fun dating because. I don't want to ruin it. You'll have to listen to the album. I'll have links there too if you guys want to listen. But um, you know, your your delivery is just so good. And and I was wondering with the intonation of how a different language is spoken, it, do you have a different type of of delivery in maybe I just have to listen to the new album. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I think I think I do. I don't think about that that much, but I've been told that I do. Um and just watching people who do stand up in New York and watching them do stand up in Spanish, even if it's five minutes, I've noticed, you know, they have a different delivery as well. So I don't know if your brain just kind of goes, there's something about doing Spanish in a, I mean, stand up in a second language that might be a little more um, liberating because it almost feels like extra. Like it's not your job. You're just kind of fucking around having a good time. Um, so there might be a little bit of that where it's just like extra credit, you know, uh, it's like, well, this doesn't work. I still have American stand. I have English speaking stand up, you know? Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. And it's also fun to just um, act silly and weird and play Spanish music. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I would say that my stand up in Spanish, um, might be a, a little quirkier, but I, I, I might also be just playing with the words in my head because I used to try and memorize the Spanish. And now I just like kind of just say it, you know, translate it in my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's freed me more in, in how I do it. I'm not I'm not memorizing it like a script so much. Gotcha. OK. Yeah. That's awesome. so. I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. I'll listen back and give the feedback. <laughs> so I, I know that you said that you're going to go back to New York in a couple of weeks. What are your plans? In a couple of di- uh, in a week. Yeah. Oh, in one week. Okay. Yeah, wow. one week. Yeah. Se- seven days. And so what are the plans? Are you going to stay there? And then is, co- I think you guys are now restricting or, or or lifting the restrictions in our level two or code magenta. I've I can't heard, remember. I've heard different things. Like I, I've heard we closed down. Um, we've restricted closed spaces now again. So I don't know oh. if that's true. I okay. kind of stopped watching the news every other. I just don't watch it all the time because it's frustrating and smart. I hate what's happening in the world with <laughs> on so many levels, but. <laughs> But, um, so I don't know, I guess when I get there, I'll probably stay home a lot and just, you know, walk and enjoy the fresh air, but I don't know how much stand up I'll be doing, Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's worth going on the New York city subway to do a 10 minute spot, you know, right. For right. a, for a club that might need the money, and I'll be like, just pay me a chicken wing. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Have you done any Zoom shows? I've done Zoom shows, and uh, they've been interesting. You know, it's <laughs> it's weird to like hear people doing the dishes or 
um, chatting to each other or just complete silence because everyone's on mute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a weird world we're in right now. Totally. Yeah, but I, I miss the stage. I do. Oh, man. Well, maybe someday. I was going to say sometime soon, but... <laughs> oh, but, you know, there's other things to do. Like, I've been... Um, doing yoga i never do that you know i've been reading uh books paperbacks haven't really been reading so much and when i did stand up i was kind of just running around all the time so um i'm gonna try and read some of the classics that i skipped in high school nice and uh (laughs) watch some watch the wire maybe i've never seen the wire before it's oh, something I've th- always wanted to see. There you go. I was gonna say if you so, haven't yeah. seen if you haven't seen uh, Money Heist, that's a good oh one. Oh my god, I'm watching it right now. Are you watching it? It I just finished. It is oh! delightful. Although, although Oh, I, don't I, tell me anything. Yeah. Oh, I I won't say anything except for it's delightful, but it okay. th- the only thing my, my wife started watching it and then I got into it and I was like, what is this? And the I hate watching dubbed things, especially. I know. Do you watch it in this in Spanish? Right? I watch it in Spanish. Yeah, but every once in a while, Netflix will just flip it to the dubbed, you know, to the dub dubber or whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah. And it's so weird because not only do I already know that character as their like true Spanish voice. But it doesn't even like match their mouth, and it's a completely different like. Hey, why don't we go over here? And I'm like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's just—it's like alarming. It's so creepy. Th- that's exactly the issue I had with it too. That it wasn't matching the mouth. Their intonation was just so off. Where these are native yeah. English speakers, I think, that are doing this, and they're just like, "I'm gonna kick your ass," and then I just, yes. I. I can't get into it as much. Well, I, I guess I did. I, I don't understand why they did that because for most movies, they just have the subtitles. So yes, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just leave that. that that's right. I, I was thinking about, I watched Narcos a while back too, and they didn't have, I guess they had an option, but it just defaulted to Spanish and yeah. subtitles. So that's hilarious. That you've been watching Money Heights. I mean, it's it's pretty ridiculous, and I don't want to bore your audience because a lot of them probably haven't seen it, but I have so much to say. I just started season three, and I watch it late at night because, you know, I want to hang out with my parents, and they haven't seen it, so I'm like, I'll watch, you know, Fox News with them, roll my eyes a little bit, and, uh, and then go back to my room and watch Money Heist, and I'm up at, like, the wee hours in the morning just, like, totally addicted to this ridiculous plot but it's oh. just so fun that, that's <laughs> I, I i we were the same way we we're just staying up all night watching a lot of it and it you're you you hit it on the head it just seems so ridiculous and then part of me is like how in the hell would this ever happen but i still am yeah. intrigued it's not to the point where i'm just disenchanted with it no so. it's it's kind of even if it's insane it's kind of done in a believable way. Yes. Like as long as you believe the characters and what they're doing, yeah. I think you can move along with that and it works. It yeah. really works. Yeah. I think the actors are phenomenal because even through the 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 dubbing, their their facial expressions are great. So even though the professor's like, we're gonna rob the bank of Spain, it's still 
<laughs> it's still great. Yeah. So, oh, well, that's great. Well, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Money Heist. So thank you, Money Heist. Um, which is funny because it's, it's, the title is La Casa de Papel, which means the house of paper. And I guess the paper is the money. I don't know. I don't think it's supposed to be like the house of cards. I don't know. Maybe that's their version of the house of cards that like falls. I don't know. Regardless, I think that that sounds way more poetic than money. It heist. does. Money heist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like who translated that? And they're like, well, it can't be just heist. So let's do or the heist. Let's, let's do, do money heist. Money heist. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you so much, Carmen. This has been a blast. We're going to get into the self-help part, but is there anything oh, yeah. anything you want to say before we get into it? Do you want to plug anything where people can find you? Um, well, everything I have is on social media at Carmen Comedian. So Twitter, you know, everything, TikTok, Instagram, everything's at Carmen Comedian. And you'll find my link to my al- new album there in, in the bio and the human centipod <laughs> on iTunes and Spotify and everywhere else. Please check that out. That's, That's awesome. it. I'm glad to hear you're on TikTok too. I haven't ventured out too much into that, but is it seems like a I crazy know. world. It's- it, it feels like a, a really young person's platform, but a lot of my friends are on it. And for some reason, it seems like that one picks up more fans quicker. Mm-hmm. Like if you are consistent, you know, they are drawn to your page. I don't mm-hmm. know how the algorithm works. But of course, like I keep telling myself, like, just have a life and go for a walk. Stop making videos today, you know, like just stop. Um, but then as soon as I stopped, you know, the followers slow down. So I think it is something like you have to just keep posting and posting and posting. And, uh, you know, I don't know how healthy that is. (laughs) That's, I I did hear though, about a lot of success of comedians that are either just posting bits from player specials or whatever. And, and people are eating it up. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Well, good. Yeah, yeah. All of that, even TikTok is going to be linked in the show notes. So you guys can follow Carmen, oh, okay. watch her funny videos <laughs> and order that album. All right. We're going to get into the self-help portion. And we like to fuel ourselves with a nice quote to inspire us to answer the questions. But before we get into our quote, do you? we like to ask our guests. I don't know why I keep using we. I like to ask my guests if they have any inspirational quotes that they live by that help get them through their dark days. So Carmen. Yes. I, I, sorry, I interrupted you. I got so excited. I love quotes. Like I love quotes. And the one I'm trying to think of, I probably now I'm going to mess it up, but it's something like whether you do or you don't, Oh my God, what is it? You're, let me just look it up. It's a good start. You know what? I like the start. (laughs) No. It's like, whether you are or you're not, that's what you are or something weird like that. <laughs> that sounds like a money, qu- a money heist quote. It's, um, it's like basically like whatever you think you can do, whether you can or you can't, that's it. Oh, whether you, yes. Okay. I do. I do remember that quote. Can. I don't know it. Oh, whether you can or you can't, you're right. So if you think you can't do something, you're right. You know, because you're not going to, you don't believe in yourself, so you're not going to get there. If you think you can do something, you're absolutely right. You can because you're going to have the right attitude to get there. 
I love that. So whether you can or you can't, you're right. I I really like that. And I think so many people, they try to be realists and they say, oh, I, can't, I can't do it. I almost had a like a lift on that part that um <laughs> talk about spanish but i i i think that the the people that are more realists it prevents them and holds them back a little bit because being an optimist even if it seems impossible if you yeah. think that it's possible you kind of make it work somehow i i don't know or if you can't you get close you know that's right and you'd surprise yourself most of the time when you think you can't you actually can yeah so yeah. I like that. Who who wrote that quote or who said that? That is um it's actually someone famous. I think it's Henry Ford. Um mm. Yeah, it's Henry Ford. Nice. His it says that his is actually yeah, whether you think you can. That's it. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Henry oh, Ford. I don't I know like if I said that. that fully last time, but I like that. That's beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you for that beautiful quote. I also have a quote, but it's actually, it's not by a successful person, but by a successful robot. It's named InspiRobot, uh-huh. and it actually uses AI to take some of the wisest words known to man and then just smash them together, sometimes violently, for a really uh-huh. neat quote. So meant to inspire, I think. Um, oh, good. We're, we're going to try and decipher this one. Uh, this week, InspiRobot says... A triathlon a day keeps the facial tattoos away. A triathlon a day keeps the... I guess if you're working out a lot, you don't have time to get a tattoo on your face, especially because you're sweaty. Oh, <laughs> does the sweat just make it go away if you have one? It's just sly. It's sly. it's hard to focus the little needle or whatever on the face if it's all slimy. How's that? Oh, God, no that's, that's oh. pretty good. So a guy goes in post-workout, no shower or anything. He's like, oh, I want a barracuda right on the cheek. Can you do that for me, Doc? He's like, no, the sweat, it, it prevents it. No, dry your face. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I think that's pretty good. I think a triathlon a day might also kill you. So I think it keeps a lot of things away. If you're... You know, that's it. That's it. Because, okay, you're right. Because when I see someone with face tattoos, I always think they're troubled. Like, you know, they they chose either heroin or a face <laughs> tattoo and they picked a face tattoo. Um, but triathlons keep you um, keep your what your adrenaline going and you get those. What's that thing that makes oh, you happy? Endorphins. Endorphins. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe by, do, by doing those, you don't have time to feel depressed and want to like you know, mess up your face. What do you think? I think that's pretty beautiful. So, oh, okay. So, but also it's sweaty. It's still sweaty. <laughs> it, it's glistening. You're constantly yeah. shining. And so people compliment your face because it's doused with sweat. And so it gives it that extra glow. You have like that glow and that rosy look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that rosy blush from the, the sweating and the, the hard work. And people might think that you're an inspirational person where if you got a face tattoo, then maybe not. Maybe it's like you said, you you think they're trouble. So, yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever had a mentor with face tattoos. (laughs) 
you know, or he's my idol. And then you look at him and he's just all dark green. Yeah, that's true. I think Star Wars is the only case where they've had face tattoo mentors. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but other huh. than other than that, I don't think there's anything. Maybe it could start. I mean, I don't have anything against face tattoos except for, well, I guess I do because it's that's with you forever. And it makes me feel bad especially if it's something that's not beautiful then right you you can't have that go away i feel sad exactly i feel sad when i see that and it's complete their face is completely covered and they didn't realize that the first face tattoo was a mistake you know (laughs) and then they just kept going i'm like what is going on with your childhood like i know a therapist for you (laughs) Maybe they just put one and they thought it was bad and they tried to cover it up with another one and then it just became this big old mess like the cat in the hat where he was trying to clean up the spot. Or he got drunk and then passed out and his best friend's a tattoo artist and just did that while he was out. You know, instead of like shaving your eyebrows, they did a a face face tattoo. Oh, no. That could happen if if you're in the wrong group of friends. Now, Carmen, if you were to get a face tattoo, any face tattoo. Well, sorry. It's, it's like, it's a, this beautiful choice. If you had to get Uh a face tattoo, what would you get? What would I get? Oh my gosh. I think I'd get like a little mole, like a Cindy Crawford, just a little mole because it's, it's small, but it has a purpose. And, uh, you know, when I posed for silly pictures growing up, I would always draw it in with like eyeliner. I would just draw in a mole. So I think I'd be okay with that one. I like that. And then there's no hair that comes with it either. So it's just. Exactly. Yeah. And then no one would be like, Oh my God, what happened? Cause they wouldn't know. I mean, I guess my friends would know because they'd be like, that's not real. <laughs> that, Carmen, that's actually a really good idea. I kind of, I mean, not for me. I don't think I'm going to get a mole, but yeah, it's an, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure not Cindy's, but I'm sure other people have it mm-hmm. and it's not real, you know? And yeah. if people ask me like, if it's, not real i'll be like no it's real i've just been covering it up for all these years i've been ashamed and now i'm ready to be proud and now i'm ready because there's no reason to be ashamed of anything okay that's right that's right except for bad face tattoos but other than right mole that's a perfect answer i thought we were gonna have something silly but that was Mm. really smart i stumped you oh god all right well i'm embarrassed (laughs) I feel like we've answered that quote, though. Is there anything else else you have to say about that? No, but I like that. Mach- I like that. I want. I want that machine. I want that robot to like spurt out random things to me every day. All you got. All you have to do is go to inspirebot.me and you click a button, and a quote comes out with a beautiful picture for extra okay. inspiration. And sometimes we have fans that send in quotes that they find. It's just, it's, it's pretty entertaining. You can stay there for a while. I like that. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. I feel like we're now fueled and inspired and we're going to go into a question. So our fan, Sean found this question from Reddit and it says, I need to get rid of sunburns quick. I have terrible sunburns on my arms and they hurt like hell. And now I need to dress up and go to a party. Do you have any idea how I can make the pain disappear? 
And I also needed to be quick. Nothing like put this on your hands overnight, etc. If you know what I can do to get rid of the pain now, I will be extremely thankful. Sincerely, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. So. Okay. Um, I would suggest face tattoos because they <laughs> would hurt. And then they would probably hurt for the, I don't know. I've, I don't even have one tattoo, but I think it would probably hurt for a while your face is sensitive and then you would stop thinking about your sunburn <laughs> and then nobody would notice the sunburn they'd be like what you know the, what what yes. happened to your face <laughs> i bet if whatever his name is who just said that um wore a sleeveless tank top well they're all sleeveless what am i saying um no one would notice the sunburn you're right they would just look at his face I think so. I was going to say also worst face tattoo idea is a sunburned face. Yeah. I think that might be the absolute worst one to get. And who would get that, do you think? <laughs> like, who would want that? Is there anyone who would want that? Um, Definitely not me, because I've been burned very many times. I am so yeah. white. I just, I, I practically glow in the dark, so... I have been thriving in this quarantine by not having to be so exposed to sun. I get my yeah. 15 minutes, but in Arizona, it's really, really dangerous. Oh, but, yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Huh. I, I, th I think, though, face tattoo is pretty good. I mean, you could tattoo the arms themselves, too. That would be pretty cool. Just like a full sleeve. And that way, no yeah. have to. But with the sunburn, because that might just be. You might as well just jump off a bridge. I think that would hurt less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might just pass out from the pain. I don't know if anybody's yeah. ever gotten a, a tattoo while sunburned, but not my idea of a good time. I think he should just dunk himself in just a pool of cold water and, you know, not get out for two days. I don't know. Drink a lot. Yeah, hydrate. Do take some meds. Yeah. Aloe there's vera. just no there's nothing he can do. I mean, he he needs to go to some kind of intervention as to why the fuck he went out there without SPF on. Like that's just insane. 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 You can't do that. Yeah. What if he just went and wore his just like you would wear your mole proudly? Just wear the sunburn yeah. proudly. Like like a true I mean, there is something about a confident person. I mean, I'm sure you've seen those those people who just walk in like a ridiculous paper bag or a whatever on their head, but they just are so confident it looks cool. There you, know? you go. There you go. And then he can make sunburn a trend. I like that. Yeah, just walk in there, walk into the party like you just invented sunburn. Burn more of yourself. Don't just have the legs. Yeah. Get the legs, get an even coat across the whole body and go in there. Light your hair on fire a little bit, <laughs> you know, like do something. Yeah, I agree. L live it to the top. Get full, the full burn effect. I like it. God. Well, I feel like those are pretty good answers. So I think we can move on. We'll go okay. on to the last question. This is from our Oh, I didn't put the name, but they say, where and how can I practice using my Heelys? I got some Heelys like a year ago, but I still can't use them without nearly falling and cracking my head open. I feel like if I had railings to hold on to, it would be a lot easier. So where and how can I practice? 
And we don't know the age of this person. We don't know the age, so I'm going to assume 25 or 26. Do they make Heelys for adults? Because I've always wanted them. I think they do, actually. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good idea, but it does look like fun. I can't imagine having that being a good idea in New York City. That might be true. Yeah, and I'm six feet tall, so I'd run it right into the traffic or something. I don't know. Um, But I would say um, just wear one Heely to the person, you know? What? What do you think? No, I just think that you continue to flummox me with these uh, great ideas. These yeah, ideas I are... think I should become the next Dear Abby or whoever who gives advice now. I don't know these days. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Dr. Abby Phil, still. I don't know. Oh, there, yeah, Dr. Phil. I like that though. So just one Healy. So you just you... one Healy so you can stop. And in that way, in the me, if it works and you're sliding or rolling or whatever the word is, you can balance your other foot that doesn't have it on. Mm-hmm. And that's yoga. That's you're doing yoga on a Healy. Oh, that's good. I was going to suggest wearing four Healy's for both hands and feet because you're going to fall yeah. anyway. So if you're, right. if you're on all fours, like a quadruped, you won't have to fall. You'll just be there. And already. then from far away, it'll just look like a dog <laughs> is wearing a Healy's. <laughs> which is the cutest thing in the whole world. But when you get up closer and it's, it's an adult part, like it's just going to be so creepy. Oh, what a cute puppy. Oh my God. It's Mr. Jones from upstairs. <laughs> Mr. Jones, what are you doing? on all fours. <laughs> just practicing on my new Heelys. Don't mind yeah. me. Fuck. Oh, well, I think um, other than that, so we've got one leg. We've got all four. Um, they could probably make a Healy for your ass. So if you fall backwards, you're healing. Your ass is healing. Oh, I like that. Like a tushy or something. A like tush heel. A tushiel. A tushiel. Oh, so chic. A tushiel. Yeah. Or just, you know, make your own. Get a Frisbee. And just make sure your ass fits on it and then just add some wheels. So when you fall back, you're still you're still rolling. So all you have to worry about is the the, the velocity of your head thro- going against the pavement. So maybe that's true. Wear a helmet, wear a bike helmet. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Or yeah. or another wheel. I think that would be or nice another too. wheel on the head. Oh my god, that's brilliant. <laughs> Your whole body should just be, <laughs> just except like, for one foot, except for one foot. Your whole body's got wheels. Keep the foot. That that's your kickstand. Stop you. Yeah. That's your kickstand. Yeah. I like that. I'm just imagining those 3D, those guys that go in for the 3D imaging with all the dots on there. Just make them. Yes. <sighs> and get that. a face tattoo because on Heelys, it's not scary. It's not, you know, it's kind of cool <laughs> to be like. Look at that guy with the face tattoo on Heelys. If you're crawling on all fours, sliding on heels with a face tattoo, there will be no nightmares from others. No, that's, that's great. never. Not in New York City. We've seen way worse. Yeah, exactly. That's just a cool story for a friend at a dinner party. If they see some <laughs> Mr. Johnston crawling by with four wheels and a face tattoo. <sighs> well, I think that's it. That's, I feel I like think we, we've helped a lot of people today. We have, yes, we have, we have self-helped the helpless. Carmen, 
that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining. I, I feel like that we did the- That was so fun. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to ask, I think we did the plugging already, but if you want to do a, a double plug, you can do that as well. Um, anything else that people need to know about you? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest way I could have asked it. <laughs> um, I'm tall. Um, I I like to uh, bike ride. Uh, no, that's it. Go go listen to Vertically Obese. It has some of my favorite jokes on there. The first album I loved too. That 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 was more of a greatest hits because that was you know I'd been doing comedy for a while before I did that one. This one I talk more about like religion and uh, a couple of um, of jokes that are are probably just darker mm. than other ones. So they're it's just fun. So check them out. That's awesome. You hear that, everybody? Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. And while you're waiting, <laughs> you can listen to Dance Like Nobody's Paying You Anything. Or what, uh... oh, That's close enough. <laughs> dance, that's the new title. It was Dance Like You Don't Need the Money. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a, real, there's a real quote, since you like quotes. There's a real quote like that says, work like you don't need the money. Um, uh, they're just okay. saying, you know, do something like you don't need the money. Cause then you really like doing it, you know? Yes. I remember so I, I just oh. changed it to uh, strippers, you know, dance. I'm telling the strippers to dance. Like they don't need the money. It, uh, another genius twist by Carmen Lynch, everybody beyond the beautiful advice <laughs> and you, no, no. And then you, you did a triple with the three quotes. I forgot exactly what they were, but it was like dance. Uh, there was the dance one. There was the sing. Oh, and I did uh well I did eat like nobody's watching. Yes, that's and what it was. The, that's what it was. The 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 punchline that I didn't have in the first album is in the second album. So I'm not gonna tell you the end of that one. I'll I'll leave it for you as a surprise. And and that's how a teaser is done, ladies and gentlemen. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, guys, that's the end of our show. Thank you very much, and we will talk at you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.